Chapter 70 False Religion and Its Doom I will scatter your bones around your altars. Ezekiel 6 5. It is about Israel's idolatries that the prophet is speaking. Her false gods, her idol altars, her lying prophets and priests. Jehovah abhorred them, for he is a jealous God, and with him there is but one religion, one creed, one Bible, one God. Men may speak of their right to believe as they please and worship as they think fit, but God claims the right of deciding for us in these things. We are not under man in these, but we are under God. He will not tolerate falsehood, error, unbelief, superstition, or anything inconsistent with His revelation. Every false religion He will destroy. Every false religionist He will condemn. The true and the false religion are, in His eyes, as far apart as east and west, as unlike as night and day. There can be no compromise, no fellowship of light with darkness, of Christ with Belial, of the believer with the infidel. God is not a man that he should lie, Numbers 23, 19, or that he should overlook the lies of others. If he is the true God, then let us follow him, let us worship him in spirit and in truth. Man says that he wants sincerity and earnestness, but what God asks for is truth, the truth, the one truth, the one religion that he has revealed. Mark these four things, one, false religion, two, its uselessness, three, its hatefulness, and four, its doom. One, false religion. There is such a thing as false religion. It may be earnest and zealous, yet false. No amount of sincerity or zeal will make that true which is in itself false. False religion is the worship of a false god, or the false worship of the true god. In general, both are mixed, though in different proportions. To worship Baal or Moloch would be to worship a false god. But do we not have unconsciously, perhaps, many Baals and Molochs that we worship under the name of Jehovah, as the statue of Jupiter at Rome is adored as that of Peter? We worship a false god when we do not worship the very God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We worship the true God untruly when we give Him only half a heart, half a soul, or when we go to Him with the doubt and the gloom and the unbelief that belong to Baal. Go to Baal with your uncertain and doubtful worship. Do not go to the living God and do not think that uttering some true words or the expression of a little sentimental devotion is the true worship of the true God. 2. Its uselessness. It profits nothing and nobody, either here or hereafter. It's not acceptable to God. It will not be counted as a substitute for the true. It does not satisfy the conscience. It does not make the man happy. It does not fill the heart. It does not heal diseases nor remove burdens. It does not give a man a good hope toward God or brighten his prospects for eternity. It is irksome and unprofitable, only cheating the poor worshipper into the belief that he has felt or performed something good and worthy. It will not stand the fire. It is just wood, hay, and stubble. The judgment will sweep it all away. It does nothing for time nor eternity. 
nothing for earth nor heaven. It is so unreal. 3. It's hatefulness. God abhors it. It doesn't have one feature that is pleasing to Him. It is outward. It is untrue. It is against His revelation. It is dishonoring. It is self-exalting. Therefore, God abhors it. He wants the heart. It does not have that. He wants love, trust, peace, joy, childlike confidence, and reverence. It does not have any of these. It is deficient in every essential element that God expects in worship. Against false worship, His prophets were commanded to speak. It was a smoke in His nostrils and abominable in His eyes. It is hateful in itself. It makes the worshipper hateful. It is pure mockery. It is rottenness and death. It is a skeleton, not a thing of flesh and blood, but a mere mouthful of words, a handful of dust and ashes. Surely it is hateful to him who is true, who desires truth in the innermost being. Psalm 51, 6. And for its doom. The worship will be destroyed, and the worshipper covered with shame and everlasting contempt. The scattering of the bones of the worshippers around the altars, 2 Kings 23.16, like that of mingling their blood with their sacrifices, was the indication of utter contempt as well as condemnation. It was vengeance extending even to the dust. It was certain condemnation, for God is to do it, and He will not lie. It was utter condemnation, for here is God's hand interceding to judge completely. It was visible condemnation before men's eyes, in a visible and striking form, so that there may be no mistake, not in a corner, but in open day before all. It was expressive condemnation, such as will mark the sin, not at random nor general, but each man's sin will bear its own peculiar brand of punishment. It was contemptuous condemnation, mingling the worshipper and his worship in one common ruin. Both will perish, perish together, perish in the same doom. God will laugh at their calamity and mock when their fear comes. It was everlasting condemnation. Their altars will never rise again. They and their false religion will perish forever. There will be no falsehoods in hell, no hollow religion amid the everlasting burnings. See that your religion is true, your worship real. Beware of hollowness, falsehood, and externalism, of everything that will not stand the fan of the great husbandman when he comes in his glory for sifting and for judgment.